This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19 2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto renew at $9.99 each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Hello, good evening, welcome back. Sloppy seconds if you were with us earlier. Uh, yep, it's literally two games, two games from me having to dress up like this for the World Cup. This is Lester Till I Die. If you are new to the channel, please do what it says there and subscribe. It does mean such a lot. My target was 1500 by the World Cup. I think I'm about one or two off it. So if you can subscribe, and if you have already subscribed, please hit that like button. It does help with the algorithms, which basically means that the channel gets to put onto other people's homepages, see it for the first time, and hopefully subscribe. We're off to... We're off to Scouseland this weekend. Uh, Everton coming up. I think I'm going to be playing Liverpool at the moment. <laughs> Just a note there for two job dogs. This is Letter to Light Eye TV. It is the Everton preview. Good evening. It's time. Strap you. It's time. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favourite podcasts. 
Sky TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. All right, Chris. All right, all right, they're back. How are you doing? As I say, it's a very good evening for me and my little friend here, Mini-Me, who's obviously just got changed out of his Middle Eastern robes. Two games to go, and then it's the World Cup. I can't believe I am saying that. Um, It does mean that we're going to be doing a lot of non-Lester stuff for, for just over a month. We have got a couple of programmes coming up in uh, the, the week before um, the World Cup. We've got a World Cup Home Nations quiz. And we've got, obviously, the shirt show with Doug as well. But something new that we're starting, and this is either going to go down very, very well. Hopefully, it will do. Hopefully, we'll have a bit of fun. Mondays at 9 o'clock, we are going to be doing football fans, the rivals. Two fans, two teams, one sport. Myself. And a Nottingham Forest fan. We are going to be chatting the weekend's football. We will be laughing at each other's results, no doubt. Uh, it could get interesting as the season goes along. Uh, but it is it is Everton. It is this weekend. And James is in. Good evening, James. Thank you very much for coming in. You're going to be there at the match. So, because you're, you're an Everton season ticket holder, I would say good luck. But, you know, I wouldn't mean it. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And as he says there, hit the likes and subscribe. Indeed, thank you very, very much. So we have got a couple of guests coming in. We've got Craig, obviously the uh, my, my co-host on this programme. He will be joining us in about 15 minutes, as indeed will um, Elton Wellsby, the ex-ITV presenter and uh, again, big Everton fan and season ticket holder. Uh, they will be joining us later to discuss the game. Um, this is a game for me that two teams are going to be looking at and thinking, we can win this. And, you know, Everton can look at that and say the same just as much as, as we as Leicester fans can. Um But therefore, it's going to be one that we can both win because I think we will struggle against West Ham. I think that's going to be the tough of the two games. We can get four points, and I'm not disrespecting James here at all, uh, or, or, or any Everton fan, but we can get four points, but three of them will have to come on Saturday. But it is under the lights, now that the clocks have gone back. It is a way, is at Goodison Park, which is always a great atmosphere. If we If we were to beat Everton by four goals, we would actually jump over them in the league, we'll have a look at that and say, let's 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 bring the stats in, shall we? Um, let me have a little play around. There we go. There we go. Look at that. You got me in full. I've learned. I've learned something new. Um, so we're going to be looking at the stats, uh, as James says here. Um, it's a game both sides need to win and should be winning. It is. It, it's a six pointer. I know, you know, uh, let's, let's bring it up. Let's bring it up. Sure. Look, look, there's the league table. And Everton, you you know, normally you'd go 13 games in. We're sat in 12. We're, we're all right. But three points above us. Like I say, if we can beat you by four goals, uh, is it going to be four goals? Because, no, if we beat you by three goals, we'll have the same goal difference, but we've scored a lot more goals than you. So that's how tight it is. 
you know, had Liverpool obviously done the job for us, beaten Forest and more importantly, beaten Leeds, we wouldn't even be in the bottom three. Two jobs, Liverpool. What are you playing at? Uh, but you look how tight it is there. It is, James. It is Well, none of us want a tight bottom, do we? But that is very tight at the bottom of the table. Um, you know, West Ham for us, our, our last game before the World Cup aren't there. For it, I mean, if we were to lose to Everton and Wolves and Forest were to win, we would be bottom. Now, yes, we've got another game, I know. Um, and I don't believe any of this like is, well, you know, Leicester are too good to go down. Everton and Leicester, with the squads we've got, we should be doing better. We should be higher up the table, but we're not. And no team is ever, ever too good to go down. Just a, a fact of life. You know, you are where you are in the table. You are where you deserve to be. Um, Villa are going to have the new, the new the new manager boost this weekend. And let's just have a look at who, who, who the sides have got. I mean, so... Um, we've got Everton on the Saturday night at 5.30. Leeds have got Bournemouth. Now, you know, um, I think Leeds will do that, but I would like Bournemouth too. That would do us a favour. Uh, Nottingham Forest have got Brentford. That's winnable for Forest. That is winnable for Forest. Wolves have got Brighton. Brighton aren't what they used to be. Yes, they beat Chelsea. Always on the cards, so I'm not I'm not comfortable. But come five thirty on Saturday night, we should know what we have got to do. Um, so that I suppose that's an advantage, isn't it? But look, we have played each other thirty two times in the Premier League. Uh, Everton and Leicester. Everton have won eleven. We have won six. Um, they have won five at home. We've only been one, two away. But there has been 15 draws. But I've got to be honest with you, I don't think a draw is good enough for either of us. I really, really don't. Uh, James, you are 100% right. The table doesn't lie. Yes, clubs like us, Leicester, West Ham and even Aston Villa should all be doing better. But in reality, we are all where we are in the table for a reason. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You say it, it, it doesn't lie. Um, I was actually, I was actually on a, a Everton podcast earlier, and the links, the links on on, on my Twitter page uh, to go and listen to it, or or even watch me. Um, and we were both literally saying, yeah, we should win this, you know. And Ian, the the, 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 Liverpool, the Everton fan, sorry, went 2-0 to Everton. I went 2-0 to Leicester. Um, it, it, it is so much in the balance. Um, and I think, and this was this was put to Brendan in the press conference earlier. So if you missed that show, that's again on the YouTube channel, Leicester Till I Die TV. Uh, we, we've reviewed the press conference, or the 10 minutes that they've shown. Um, but... You don't want to be in that bottom three come the World Cup. That's the thing, because you're going to be, and you don't have to look at the table, as Brad said earlier, just don't look at the table, but you can't help it, especially when you're doing jobs like I'm doing here with this. You know, the table's part of our our, our, our DNA. Um, and you, I just, 
I think to look at us for what would be five weeks, and we, you know, it would be it. You know, after 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 next weekend's games, that is it until after Christmas. You know, <laughs> a hell of a long time to be looking at that table, thinking, oh, we're in the bottom three. The good news, the good news is, and let me just take you back to uh, to the table. But the good news is, as you look at that table, nobody has broken away yet. You know, Brentford up to 11th are only four points. In a normal season, after 13 games, the bottom three could be in a little bit way cut off. You know, but Forest are still in there. They are, you know, nine points. Hurts me to say this, nine points. But, you know, they're not cut, cut, cut loose yet. So... You know, it, it literally, it could go either way. Uh, Rico's in and says, uh, evening, Chris. Sorry, uh, Goodison win. To be honest with you, mate, you're not going to say anything else, are you? Um, we're talking to Brad earlier. I mean, you know, Ian, you know, the, the Everton fan from earlier was in praise of Frank Lampard. Um, I'm surprised he's outlasted. A lot of other managers, but I'm surprised Brendan has. You know, I think I think Everton and Leicester are two teams that could have been looking at this stage of the competition just before the World Cup going. Yeah. We've got new managers in, but we haven't both there. Last season, we only got the one point out of six. Um, we played each other quite, quite together, if you like, um, because of. I don't know what it was because of some reason we didn't play Everton when we should have done. It was put back. Uh, we played you in April, uh, went up to your place, and we got a 1 1 draw. And I've got to be honest with you, knowing the Everton away fans as I do, that I was quite pleased with because, you know, when you play in uh, at Everton, it, it's, a, it's a compact little ground. And, you know, the noise that is generated, it is the proverbial 12th man. And then on the 8th of May, oh, you just did us 2-1. Uh, that was a that was a shock. Um, that was possibly the game that saved you. I don't know. You may you may disagree with that, but a 2-1 to Everton. I, I was I was disappointed, disappointed with that. Um Lampard was the media's favorite to be sacked first. He shut them up so far, which I'm happy with. I think it was I, well. I think Brendan was 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 up there, equal first possibly. It could have gone, could have gone either either managers gone. Thirty eight managers have been sacked between now and between the start of the season and now in the four divisions. Um, <laughs> Rogers and Lampard are holding on. Um, uh, just saying, evening. That win back at the King Power was a huge victory for you. Yes, I, th I think it was. And like I say, I do. Th I think it was probably one of the reasons that you stayed up because it gave you the confidence. Because that actually was, I believe, only your second away win of the season. And this was on the 8th of May. So you've gone from August to the 8th of May, having won one game away. Of course, you come to Leicester. We roll over, you tickle our tummy, and you beat us. So that was only, I believe, could be one, but I believe that you that was only the second win, away win, of your season last season. Um, and that kind of summed Leicester's season up, if I'm honest with you. Uh, it really did. Um, and, and the 1 1 
I mean, a little bit disappointed with that. I'm not going to lie. I'm really not. Um, but uh, hey-ho, as they say, hey-ho. Let's have a look what we've got up here next. So going into this game, this is the, um, the form. Now, Everton, uh, they had lost three on the trot. But that said... There were three very, um, sorry, James has just said, it was two wins we had last season away from home, which is a disgrace. I think any fan whose team produces two away wins in a season, um, yeah, it, 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 is, it is disgusting. But, uh, but uh, that was last season. That was last season. So you lost five games. You lost um, against Man United 2-1 um, at home. You then, uh, sorry, yeah. And then you lost 2-0 to Spurs away. And then you lost 1-0 to Newcastle away as well. So you've lo you'd lost three in a trot. But in fairness, they were pretty hard games you know there weren't games that you could go and go yep yeah, you know we're going to win these uh you did what we couldn't do against palace and you beat them at home three nil um but you're not following it up with another win you should have no disrespect to we were probably out of the three teams that have that have been promoted that you know it is fulham that are doing the best but you should have probably beaten fulham uh but it was if I remember, if my memory serves me rightly, it was a dire game. <laughs> it was. Leicester, well, we lost to Bournemouth, which was a bit of a disappointment because we just put four past Forest. Um, we were hoping that that was the start of it. Bournemouth went and buggered it up for us. But then we got a draw against Palace, which, yet again, we should have won, but it was the start. We beat Leeds 2-0. Take note, Liverpool. Uh, we beat Wolves 4-0. Uh, are you watching Brighton? Uh, and we lost 1-0 to Man City, which there's never a good loss. But, you know, when you've got the when you've got a team that scored 35 goals in 12 matches, that have scored more goals than any other team, nine more than, I believe, Arsenal, and we restricted them to long-term shots, and they beat us by one goal, which was a superb free kick. That, to me, is as good a loss as you can get. Um yeah, James, there were tough games for you. So, yeah, that Man City game, um, <laughs> I was pleased. I was pleased. I'm not going to lie. Now, here, here is when we concede our goals. Now, it's a bit frightening because we concede between the 60th and 78th minute, which is usually when Brendan makes his substitutions. And I've noticed Everton don't. That's when you score a couple of goals. But... You do concede a lot just before half-time. And also, you concede more than us in the last 15. So, grasping at straws, yeah, maybe. But uh, we, we, we'll take it as the way things stand at the moment. Now, here are the figures. I mean, to be honest with you, it's all... I mean, possession is pretty much the same. Uh, we've got 50, you've got 42... Uh, attacks, 1,300 to us, 1,200 to you. Offside, it was the same. Shots on target, 55 to us, 48 to you. Off, 88 to us, 84 to you. It's going to be a draw. It's got a draw written all over it. Our average um, player rating, 6.79, your 6.82. Uh, 
I don't know if that includes Damari Gray or not. Um, what puts a bit of spice in it, says Terry. Good evening, Terry. Welcome back. Uh, is James and Everton, if Liverpool lose and you beat us, you go above the Reds. Don't give them any encouragement, Terry. <laughs> They've got enough anyway. Andreas, good evening, sir. How are you? Welcome along. Welcome along. You are all welcome. Um, that, well, I've got another stat one, but we'll, we'll, we'll leave that at the stats, I think. If you want to have a look and update and, and re-look at the stats, www.lestertillidie.com forward slash match. All these stat uh, graphics are on there. And if you are new, I believe I am now just one of the 1,500, which was my target when I started um, this, this season for the World Cup. When it gets 1,500, I believe I'm one off. So if you are new and you haven't yet subscribed, please, please do it. That would be great. Look, I've got a friend. I've got a friend in me, as they say. And that friend is little mini me. But I've got a bigger friend. Or so he tells me. And I bring him in now. It's my wise old owl. Oh, look at that, how small you are. Good evening. Let me make you big. There we go. That sounded wrong, didn't it? It did. <laughs> oh, and I'm I'm I feel I feel all refreshed now I've had a wave. Well, good. I'm pleased well, you do. I'm, I'm glad of, I can bring you some joy in some small form, Chris. Talking of waves, I actually went for a dip earlier today. Um, the sun came out for five minutes. Obviously, I've got, I'm living at the beach, and I thought, I'll, mm. I'll go and have a dip. I covered myself in Thousand Island dressing and went into the sea. Well, I was, I was only going in for a dip. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, we nearly did. We get did we get a little smirk there? Did the lips go up at the side? It was a uh, it was it was a smirk of sadness, Chris. That's what it was. <laughs> yes, a smirk of you need to get help. Um, I really hope we don't get rid of man. There's no nobody's going anywhere in January. Apparently, not even Telemans, Craig, or as no? the BBC call him Telemans. Telemans, yeah. Um, you know the Leicester have said. He ain't going anywhere in January, and if we don't get anything for him in the new, you know, at the end of the season, twenty six million the same we'd probably get for him if we did sell him. It'd cost us more than that if we got relegated and weren't able to come straight back up. Yeah, I think, um, as I said, I think I've I've noticed um, with Telemans the last few weeks, it looks like a player who's just decided he's playing out the season, but he's gonna. You know, he's going to give it what he's got and, and play for the shirt while he's here. And then he's mm. going to find a new challenge uh, at the end of the season. So as long as he keeps doing that, as long as he keeps turning up and putting the performances in, be interesting to see when it gets towards the end of the season, whether he's still putting in tackles, which may injure him and, uh, and put paid to any move in the summer. Um, mm. That might be interesting. But um, but at the moment, you know, he's, 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 he's in pretty decent form. So... Um, do you think that's because, I mean, I always said that he's been quite restricted by Brendan because Brendan's been playing mm. him, uh, you know, uh, more of a defensive. It's almost like he didn't yeah. trust those players. I think you made that point. Yeah. But it's, it's almost like last few games he's been released to go up front more and attack more. I always said if, you know, if, he, if he'd been playing the role that he'd been playing for the last season in the bit in the FA Cup, mm. he wouldn't have got that goal. But we're getting that. Tielemann seems to be being given that freedom and, and I think we're reaping the benefit. Yeah, I think it's a natural thing for from a footballer when you when you're comfortable with what's going on behind you, then you you feel a little bit braver, I guess, 
um, is the word to to venture forward, knowing that it's pretty solid behind you. You know, um, yeah. and I think you're right. I think he's he's probably feeling that because we've we've tightened up a bit at the back that he, he feels he can venture forward a little bit more. Yeah. We, we we had, I was just saying before when I was going through the stats there, you know, we, we'd started on a good run, Bournemouth aside, you know, we'd got the yeah. Forest win, we got the point off Palace, we beat Leeds, we beat Wolves. These are teams that we need to be beating because they're teams that are around us at the yeah. bottom. You were at the Man City game. Mm. From from my point of view, from and I'm only seeing it on the telly, so I'm not getting the full full picture. We, we, I thought we played really well. Um, yeah, I, I have to agree. I yeah. think uh, it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't the most riveting of, of viewing for, from a Leicester perspective, other than, you know, we're restricting a very good team. But then, you know, the tactics were, were, were that's what he'd set up to do. I think me and Scott were there and we we basically called it um, quite early on and we thought he's going to get to 70 and then we, we had the right uh, changes that we thought he would make and he made them. Uh, and it was that sort of stay in the game, you know, and then let's have a go. And I know a lot of people were a little bit disappointed. Even people like Muzzy, is it, had come out on, on uh, social media and said this is too defensive, we're showing them too much. Um sort of respect. I think he'd set up thinking Harlan would play, you know, mm. and, and blocking up the middle. Harlan likes space through the middle. He rarely ventures out wide. So playing the three centre halves would have restricted his space. Um so I think I think he got his tactics pretty well spot on to be honest. You know, we we had a couple of breaks in the first half which really, you know, if Barnes had got his head up, we we could have mm. nicked a goal as well. And that would have made it a whole different game. But overall, it's it was almost like an acceptable defeat, if there can be such a thing. It was. And when you like I say, when you're restricting the, the league's top goal scorers to five shots on target mm. out of I think it was 16 shots that they had. I mean, that goal, yeah. you could you could have had you could have had Ward, Casper, yeah. Shilton, and Banks all in there. Nobody was stopping that. Um yeah. I don't think you could have gone to. I think if we, I mean, the way we played the last twenty minutes, if we played that for the full ninety, I think we'd have probably would have got battered. And I think for me, that's you know, it's only my opinion, but coming out of that uh, game, I don't think it's going to have knocked our confidence that much. But I think had we gone toe to toe and mm. maybe lost three four nil again, mm. it could have, you know, it could have knocked us back to where we were. I, I agree. I think when we were doing the preview of that, you know, the one thing we didn't want was uh, was to be turned over and uh, and the confidence to be knocked that we'd gained before. And you know, we'd we sort of slowly been getting that goal difference a little bit more um, mm. respectable, and you didn't want that turning over as well. Um, so no, I think I, I think there's there's only you know people will look at it negatively and say right we as you say we should have had a go but you're right we we would have got turned over we would have man city like space yes so if you come out and give them space they'll play around you all day long and uh, and we restricted space you know we 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 took their life we we let them have the ball and do what they want with uh, maybe a little bit too deep at times especially early on but I think we we starved them of the of the oxygen of uh, of space and uh, yeah. and we could have easily you know got a got a point at the end of it. I mean, it's very weird as we look at the table. Like you said, I mean, we're on minus four. Mm. 
if we were to beat Everton by three or more goals, we would go above them hmm. because we'd have the same goal difference, but we would have scored the more goals. I mean, that's how tight it is. No team has yet been cut adrift. Not even, not even Forest, in fairness. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, you saw, I mean, West Ham got a victory, didn't they, and jumped from 17th to 11th, I think. Yeah. You know, it's it's very tight. What you, you just need to be staying in touch, you know, if we if we're if we're in touch, you know, not not a, a points difference going into the World Cup, then you you would hope that um you know we, we've not got loads of players going off to the World Cup. So you would hope that we can uh, stay fit and fresh. Mm. And maybe that'll benefit us uh kicking off again in the second half of the season. It was mentioned um in the press conference and I mentioned it to, to Brad in the press conference review show a couple of hours ago. I don't want to be sat here during... The, it's going to be five weeks with the World Cup because the World Cup's mm. four weeks and obviously we've got a week after the last game. I yeah. don't want to be sat there looking at us in the bottom three, even if it's like now it's just by one point. It's just yeah. psychological. I want us out of that that, that bottom three. Yeah. No, I think it's right. Yeah, you don't want to be looking at that table, do you? And the players don't want to be looking at that table. You know, they... You know, we are going to lose some players. Obviously, we, we're going to lose the the Belgian contingent. Um, oh, it's half the team, isn't it? We've got half the Belgian yeah. World Cup team. Um, I would imagine that, you know, Danny will go off with Wales. Uh, I'm not sure who else is. Um, Depends on uh, Gareth, doesn't it? Depends on Gareth. Yeah, Depends so on Gareth. I, yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, there's there's an outside chance that JJ could get picked now with the mm. the number of fullbacks that seem to be falling by the wayside uh, Chilwell, every week. He could be out, couldn't he? Um, looks looks like Chilwell's gone mm. now for, um, for the World Cup as well. So, you know, a couple of good performances by JJ. He's got a chance with putting himself back in there. Um, but Madison, yeah, think, we will wait and see. We will wait yeah, and see. Yeah. You know, I mean, if they don't, and I, and I hope they, I hope they do, and I hope Gareth sees the light for for their sake. But if you know, if they don't go, then it's good for Leicester. I tell you, Chris, Chris, yeah, I, I'm losing you a little bit, Chris. So I'm going to go and uh, I'm going to go and reboot. And... Yeah, you do keep freezing, but yeah. I can still hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna disappear for uh, sixty seconds and try and plug in and uh, see yep. if I can get it no a bit problem. better. No, that's fine, mate. That's fine. So Jer Terry says here, if we're in the bottom three at the World Cup, I will just turn the papers the way round and pretend we're in the top three. <laughs> fair point, Terry. <laughs> fair point. And James says, just shows that most of this league are in a similar state. Uh, not enough consistency in results. Yes, indeed. And I'm I'm pleased for that because, like I say, in a normal season where we are now, we would be um, we'd be out of it. But we've equaled Derby's 11 points. Um, we've got the best. I was going to just mention this, and I will mention this to uh, Craig when he comes back. We've actually scored more goals than anybody else in the bottom three. So that isn't actually a problem. We actually have conceded with we've conceded more goals apart from Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth, and of course Bournemouth had the nine in one game. So, you know, things don't look too bad. But like we said earlier, James, you, you know, you when we were in the show earlier, 
no team is ever too good to go down and that's the thing and we have to have to accept this um let me just see because i didn't bring this up earlier um so let me let me just show you this um this you can see there the the, the stat the, the statistics um the matches at the top uh pretty much i mean everton have drawn more the wins look about about the same and then you've got the goal stats below. That's almost almost exactly the same as well. Uh, he's back. Let's see if we can get him in again. Uh, let me don't make him small again. That wouldn't be fair. Uh, yes, there we go. Hello. Now, okay. I've got a job. As soon as you've gone out and came <laughs> back in again in the middle of the yeah. show, you can have a go at pronouncing this person's name. Okay, let me just have a, a, a little look at that. Um... Sakasharinai, Sharadasin, yeah, Shadow and Siri. Sakasharinai, Shadow and Siri. Can I just say, Tom, young, young sir, and I'm about the, the, the gentleman from Thailand. Yeah. Uh, good morning to you. Welcome along. Um, I am absolutely useless with anything other than Smith, Jones, and Brown. So <laughs> that's why I passed it over to my esteemed. Thanks, mate. Colleague, hey, you welcome. We're a team. We're a team. I like <laughs> indeed, indeed. You, you are my Johnny Evans to my um, <laughs> oh, oh, thanks. Let me let me just leave again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we I, was more like, I was more like Johnny Evans when I was just freezing. <laughs> I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. But you are welcome all the way from Thailand. Lovely to see you. If you are new, please give us a subscribe. We do all Leicester content and we do sort of quizzes. Talking of quizzes, Brad is getting ready. He wants to do the uh, pick and mix. Oh, does he now? Yes. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. So that's that's your challenge for the join the World Cup. That's your next one, right. is Brad. Uh, yeah, Everton haven't been out of the, the top flight since 55. Mm. You came so close. Yeah. So close last season. Um, what I was going to say was, be before you, you had to leave, um, Scoring goals isn't a problem. Mm. From the top 11 places, or sorry, the bottom 11, let me just get this up, mm. and I will try and... do. There we go. Um, we scored more goals than anybody. Um, yeah, we, yeah. yeah, Brentford, you know, in 11th have got 19. Mm. The problem is we've conceded a lot more. There is mm. only Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth that have conceded more, but of course Bournemouth let nine in in one game. That's the yeah. problem with this, isn't it? it? It is, but I think, you know, we've started to address that. I think we've probably scored more than uh, than half the teams in the top half as well, to be honest. Yeah. I haven't um, got that. I haven't got that yeah. graphic. You, you, uh, but yeah. you mentioned the one graphic I haven't got. Thank you. But no, we're 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 looking a lot tighter, aren't we? And now it's yeah. a, and now it's a case of getting the balance right. Um, yes. Of, of keeping it tight, but but still giving us that attacking threat. Yeah, I mean, I I, I hate to say it, but I did say at the start of the season that Casper should be sold and we should promote mm. Danny Ward. It was looking like I was not making the very good sense at the start. But, I mean, watching him against... And, and I think he's benefited, as has the team, by Larsen's 
Kunzdun, however you pronounce it. I mean, you know, the new set piece coach. Yeah. Yes, he's dangerous, Danish, but he's with the American World Cup squad. What a difference he has done. In the last two games alone, we have conceded 19 corners. Mm. And we haven't conceded a goal from them. What? <laughs> what is going on? This is and a Leicester. <laughs> and I don't think we've conceded many chances from them either. You know, it no. seems to be that we're we're getting our head on the ball first, which was the big thing that we weren't. Mm. You know, I, I don't think anybody's picking up a free header. You know, we've said this now. We'll probably lose three at the weekend. But <laughs> um, yeah, it definitely seems more. Um, more cohesive, you know. People seem to know their jobs and, and are in the mm. right places. You know, you you are always going to get done. You know, if somebody puts in a fantastic delivery and, and some yeah. great movement, but you, it's the cheap goals, isn't it, that were yeah. the frustrating thing. And and as long as you're not giving cheap goals away, then you can you can uh, you can be satisfied with it. We all we all saw him when he came. Spurs was his first game. Yeah. He was sat with his head in his hands, mm. um, and he nearly missed. <laughs> but from then on, you know, Ward is coming out, he's commanding, mm. he, he's taking, he's getting the confidence as well yeah. from that. Um, and it, but it's the simple things like, okay, you know, Amarty and um, uh, uh, Face are oh, obviously his favorite two at mm. the moment to play together, and you can't argue with, you know, however many clean sheets we've just kept, but. He's, he's actually put them on the right sides. You know, when, mm. when Amarty was on the left, yeah. he, it was awful. Put him on the right, he's a lot more confident. Yeah, I, I'm going to say he's, um, it, he's, a, he's a defender. He's not, mm. you know, he's not a ball player, is he? I think that's fair no. to say. And he does, you know, I, I like Amarty, but yes, he does give me uh, palpitations from time to time when he's on the ball and, and he, he does seem to get it stuck under his feet. Yes. I think sometimes he's not helped by the people in front of him. Um, please don't get me started on Jamie Vardy's performance this season because, uh, <laughs> you know, he's he's one notch behind Gareth. Um, so, yeah, so I don't, I don't think he's... That. Yeah, so I don't think he's helped by what's in front no. of him. But, no. yeah, but, but in terms of, you know, what he, what he gives to the team, you know, he, he gives his all and his positional sense is pretty good. Um, and... I tell you what, in the second half, I think it was the second half against Man City, um, he was threading through some really nice passes, to be honest. You know, so when he's given a little bit on the, of time on the ball, I think he can pick a pass. Um, but as a unit, and that's the important thing here, that that back five is working as a as a unit, uh, mm. and they're all playing together week in week out. They're bound to become more solid. Um, yeah. So I think it would be wrong to start disrupting it. To be honest, um, if there's any hint of Johnny coming back, then I, I, you know, for me, he has to earn his place back in the team, not just be put back in. Yeah. Do, do you know what? Do you know what I like about Leicester fans? And, and Terry encapsulates <laughs> it for me here now. Uh, is the confidence and the positivity. Mm. <laughs> you just watch. We will keep our defence tight, then our goals will dry up. <laughs> I love you. That's what we said, Terry. You know, that's what we said, Terry. He's got to strike the balance. Uh, yes. That's the important thing. It and is. we are we are still creating chances, even though we haven't taken them. We, we, mm. The problem is a lot of the chances is falling to Barnes and, and you know, you can be hit or miss. Yes. Um, the best chances against Palace no fell to Barnes. Uh, the best chances against... Man City fell to Barnes. Um, mm. So we need a little bit more of a cutting edge from him. 
but um, but we are still creating chances, which is the, the the important thing. I do want to talk to you about your favourite player, Johnny Evans, um, because I think you've got. I know Terry from the show earlier is is completely one hundred percent with you when it comes to Johnny yeah. Evans. Uh, to me, I think there's a fine line between passing it round but making sure you get the right pass. Yeah, to, you know, to a player. Yes, you know, we, we we don't play well when we play it around at the back, but it's not a one man defence. But Johnny Evans, he you know he has a knock and he's out and he might not be even be fit for this game. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be Newport now. You know, you can't have him as one of your main defenders in the squad mm-hmm. when if he gets a knock, he's going to be out for four or five games at a time. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like he's. He's got. Uh, he's made a fine china, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> you know, any yeah. little nick. Uh, yeah, and he needs to he needs glue him back know, together. Same with Mark Albrighton. Same with yeah. with Jamie Vardy. Mm. You know, now Soyuncu was brought back into the pack mm. against Man City. I yeah. thought he had a damn good game. Mm. If Soyuncu's going, and you know, and I'm not sure whether he did enough to convince. Brendan to, to sort of keep him in. But if if Soonchu is going to go and Evans is going to, you know, be Evans and, and get injured all the time, um we need we need another centre back still, don't we? Yeah, we do. Um, you know, there's talk that there will be some money made available in, in January. Um, mm. whether that's true or not, uh, we shall wait and see. But I don't know. I think um Listening to Brendan after the game, you know, I think Soyuncu was was sort of damned with faint praise. He, he didn't really go overboard. He was very mm. careful with what he said. I thought he was a little bit um, rusty early on. He played one great ball very early on over the top to Barnes. And then a few of his passes went astray. And uh, he was on that side where Brendan was. And you could see... Brendan wasn't happy with him uh, a few times for giving the ball away. But in terms of defending being solid and, and mm. positional sense, which is what you, what you want your defenders to be, then he then he was, he did a good job. I mean, you know, defenders are there to defend. There's a clue in the name, you know. And, if that's and he's going to be ring rusty, isn't he? Because, yeah, you know, is, he, yeah. he'd only played against Stockport. That was his only minute. Yeah. No. Yeah, so I think you know. Overall, I think he had a decent, uh, he had a decent run out, I, and I'd, I'd like to see him go. I don't see the point in shipping anybody out in January. No, but if we're going to bring anybody in, yeah, I think we've got to because of the twenty-five man, you know, squad. No, you're potentially right. I don't, I don't know. I can't even remember seeing the 25-man squad this year, to be honest. No, it, it, no it I don't know. Really it has sort of sneaked out at some point, yeah, so, it? But, so whether there are one or two little gaps there, I don't know. Well, we we, we let Hamza go. Yeah. And we let Casper go. We had 27, so that would yeah. have taken us down to the 25. Because as we know, this time last year, Mendy wasn't even in the, yeah. in the squad. Uh, but then we brought Smithies in. Yeah. And we brought phase in, so that takes us back up to twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. So I am I am confused.com, as yeah. they say. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I I just think why go out and spend money when we've got a defender like Soyuncu who we know 
how good he can be. Yeah. Yes, he had an awful, awful Euros with Turkey. You know, that 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 Turkey as a team had a awful Euros. He was the poster boy. He had a he had a horrendous mm. time. Then he came back into a into a club that you know last season we were struggling in defense. You know, we we played Cag so much there because we had to, because yeah. he was the fittest, but he wasn't fit enough, really. He shouldn't have been playing. Um, so he couldn't probably give his best. And I just think all those it's like the perfect storm again, all those things coming together. And I just think if if Brendan can put an arm around him, I don't, you know, I think we've got the defender we need there if we can get him back to his form. I agree. I mean, he's playing, you know, day in, day out with, with the rest of the team, isn't he? The, you know, in training. So whoever you bring in, they don't always settle in, you know quickly we know Fafana settled in brilliantly and Fars has settled in fantastically you know we've had other defenders who haven't so it's it's a risk to do that you know and unless you're bringing someone in who's going to walk straight into the team then I don't see the point of no. um, um no. of 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 changing it now yeah. you're best waiting till the summer and you never know you know some Gems may turn up out of the World Cup as well. Um, yeah. That'll be interesting. Always a cat. I'm always wary of buying anyone on the back of a, a of a decent World Cup, to be honest. But Kaputska, uh, <laughs> one uh, word, Kaputska. Yeah, I remember seeing it on a, on a few players down the years. I remember, mm. um, I think Liverpool bought Morales. Um, I think Ooh. it was Morales. It might be someone different. Um, on the back of a decent uh, mm. Champions League performance the season before, and it was absolutely shocking. So, uh, yeah. yeah, be wary, I would say. Yeah, Terry says there, and I don't know, what uh, we were mm. going to be joined by Elton. I know he's been having a few social media problems, and that's all I'm saying. So okay. I hope you're all right, Elton. He's not responded. He's not, yeah. he, know, he knew what the time was. He responded earlier today, so we, we, we will have to continue yeah. with, without him. But uh, oh, I hope you're all right, Elton. Uh, Terry says there, Ricardo nor Bertram registered. That is a good point. They weren't. Yeah. Um, we can still knock out Mendy and Vestergaard. I would say knock out. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what I mean, knock them out of the squad or not mm. put them into a game. Mendy, he's been getting the, he's been getting the time, hasn't he? He was bought on at the weekend. Um, yeah. he, he gave away the free kick, and I think it was a bit unfortunate. Had he been on from the start, I think it was maybe a bit of rustiness as well because mm. he'd only just come on. Vestergaard, I'm, I'm having a feeling, will start against Newport. I think there's every chance, uh, to be honest. Um, you know, these, these players do need some minutes in the bank, don't they? Uh, some competitive yeah. minutes. It's all right playing in under-21s or 18s or training, but you need some competitive minutes. Is there a good player there in Vestergaard? I think so, in the right, in the right formation. I think mm. against teams who sit offers... I think he's a decent ball player. You know, yeah. he, he's got a good pass on him. It's when he's under pressure that I, I, I feel his weaknesses come through. So against lesser teams who are not going to press high up the pitch, mm. then I think there's a decent player there. And particularly if you're going to play a, a five again, yeah. you know, I think he could have easily played uh, Vestergaard in the middle of that, yes. uh, a farce and a Martin. It would have worked okay, to be honest. Yes, I, I agree. And he had a decent game. All right, it's only Stockport, yeah. but he had a decent game against Stockport mm. and uh, did bring the ball out well. Um, yeah. And in fairness, again, he, he, he was thrown into the 
Meyer when he came in. He was thrown into that yeah. defence. And uh, <laughs> as, 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 as our as our Thai friend here says, mm. um, you know, I can remember him putting um, uh, Vestergaard on against West Ham mm. in sort of like the ninety second minute at a mm. corner. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. But so yeah, I mean, we 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 will see. We of mm. course we got Ricardo to come back as well. Before we talk about the Everton game a little bit more, I do want to ask you a quick question about Ricardo, because we know that one of the problems we have is right is the right wing. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd have loved to have been able to have bought um I've forgotten his name already, Luckman. Yeah. Uh, and we weren't able to. When Ricardo comes back, if if he can get fit, and let's hope, you know, we we've we've not got a proverbial sick mm-hmm. note on our hands. But do you think he could actually, because he's played in that role before, and, you know, Castagna, you know, right back, and Ricardo, maybe that right midfield? I think either of them could, to be honest. I, I think really? there's a difference. You know, there's all this talk about um, Trent Alexander-Arnold playing, moving into midfield eventually. Yeah. Um, my argument against that, in some ways, is as a midfield player, you have to play facing your own goal a lot of the time and receiving the ball into feet and not looking forward and seeing the whole pitch. When you're a fullback, you see the whole pitch. You know, you get the ball and you can see everything. It's very different then to be receiving the ball to feet with a defender up your backside and having to turn. So I don't think it's necessarily a natural transition. I think when you see the best of fullbacks turn into wingers is when they're going forward. Mm. But they can they can more easily be marked out of a game because they don't have that sort of attacking mentality of of the fact that they haven't played that position and, and learnt how to play it. So I think the, the reason Trent looks great is he, he comes on to the play when the ball's in front of him rather than having to to take it into his feet when he's returned uh, with his back to goal. Yes. Having said that, I think yeah, I think either of them could be interchangeable, and I think the fact that if you if you played the two in tandem, then you've definitely got you know the instincts would be to fill in for the other one who's overlapped as well. So so it could work if we can't get anybody in that we that uh, that fits the bill. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say, James. What I'm going to do is, if you want to come in, because I said we were going to have Elton in. Um, he is not not responding to my tweets at the moment. So what I'm going to do, James, uh, I'll send you the link. And if you want to come in and talk Everton and put Everton side across, it would be you'd be most welcome. Um, let me just uh, find you on my um, on my email list. Um, if you don't want if you can't come in or, or, or something's going on, then don't worry. Um, there we go. I've sent you the link, mate. So if you do want to join us and, and come on, because uh, uh, we say we always have an opposition fan on, uh, we can. Um, we've, we've, we've got brilliant, mate, brilliant. I say I've, I've emailed you the link. We've got Everton now. We've got West Ham, and then we've got, I can't believe I'm saying that we've got the World Cup then. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's four points from those two games. Yeah, I agree. You know, I and think I think. The three's got to come against Everton because I don't think we will get a win against West Ham. I, I, I don't know. I don't think. I think we we're in danger sometimes of bigging up the opposition to be better than we are. Yeah, we're not great. We haven't been great, mm. you know, for a good sort of nine months probably. 
Yeah. I don't think, you know, I've watched a bit of these teams. You know, West Ham flatter to deceive. You know, I saw them the other night and mm. they had some chances to get an equaliser, but they didn't look particularly threatening to me. So um, I, I think both teams are beatable, that's for sure. Mm. Um, but I, I would agree that we would be looking for, you know, four points minimum. But I, you know, I, it wouldn't... I wouldn't be surprised if we if we beat either or both, to be honest. In fairness, actually, West Ham are only in 13th. I thought they were higher than that. They're actually one place below below Everton. And talking about Everton, he he's my he, he comes on, he's my life support machine that comes on when I have nobody. James, welcome along, sir. Thank you very much for coming on. No, even lads, hope you well. Yeah. Good, thanks. How are you doing, James? Nice. Now, James. Everton, we're talking very much here, and I, and I don't mean to be doing it in a disparaging way, but you know we, we, we're looking at this and going, this is a game we should be winning. But you sh- you you're going to be looking at that and thinking the same, aren't you? Oh, definitely, yeah. I think most teams, whoever faces each other around the bottom half of the league, will be saying the exact same thing. So, and I, I, I just showed the table earlier, the points difference. It's like three or four, five points. In, from like 12 to bottom so everyone's pretty much the same so yeah it's Saturday it's a must win for both sides yes yeah um, I'm just putting the thing up there that um, subtitles will be available for anybody that's just joined us <laughs> I can't understand scouts <laughs> sorry James no, James what's the uh, what's the feelings towards Lampard these days is mm. he is, is he sort of ingratiated himself a little bit more with your improved performances? He's had an impact, especially defensively. We've looked more solid and uh, it's a bit more of a... I mean, things have calmed down a bit, especially since we've stayed up, since we managed to stay up. But um, I think that the the fact we're not conceding much and we're getting enough results, at least getting a few draws along the way, it's calmed things down a bit and everyone's literally... Most of the fans are pretty much on board. It's just, uh, it's just getting the consistency right at the minute. But so far, he's doing all right. You have James Everton. You've conceded less goals than anybody in that bottom half. You, you know, you've conceded twelve. West Ham thirteen. But by yeah. you know, when you look at Leicester, we've conceded twenty-five. But you've only scored eleven. <clears throat> you know, that's that's the same as Villa, the same as West Ham, less than Bournemouth. You know, it's only a few more, another five more than Nottingham Forest. So you seem to be having problems at that end of the the uh, the, the pitch. Yeah, that's been the problem all season. Um, losing, I mean, I know it's back in the summer, but losing someone like the Charleston didn't help. But obviously, we had to uh, we had to uh, let him go because it's a balance the box with FFP, and uh, we had Calvin Lewin out for most for literally for the start of the season until he's just come back lately. Um, yeah, the lack of goals is a worry, but it's a bit... I, I said to you the other night, the creativity on the wings is lacking as well. The only sign of creativity we've got is from Alex Awobi. If he's not creating, then there's hardly much creativity in that side, That which is the worry. But I just hope that... Play, I mean, I know you just don't want him to turn up, but if someone like Demardi Gray or um, <laughs> Andy Gordon turn up, on the day, hopefully, it gets their confidence going. 
I, I mean, it would just be, would it not, Craig, just like Damari Gray to, to come back and, and get that trick against us. But I think, you, I think you're always worried about uh, ex-players playing against you, aren't you, that they're going to turn it on because they want to they prove what they let go. Mm. Um, but I don't know. It, it, I think you're a little bit like us. The, the, you've got some very good players, but they're so inconsistent, you know, and... Yeah. And that's the difference between languishing in the bottom half and being comfortable in the top half. If you, if the if the players can just be consistent, you know, then you'd be turning results in. Because, and it seems to me that Anthony Gordon's position has been switched around a little bit this season, and he seems to have. I don't know if he's lost lost his mojo a little bit. Obviously, there was talk of a move that that may have happened that didn't happen. But then he seems to be playing more on the right, whereas I thought he looked better off the left. Um, I don't know. Have we found his best position yet? I still can't work it out, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, if Alex Iwobi wasn't playing centrally, I would have played Golden centrally. Mm-hmm. Every time he's on the wing, and this is Anthony Golden's problem, not just um, his lack of um, his lack of awareness in the final ball, but is um, he, he gets muscled off the ball so easily because there's hardly much of him. If you look at him, he's not the biggest mm-hmm. lad, and he gets so mu- muscled off the ball every time. So he's got he's got the pace, he's got a bit of tricks on him, but it's just the, the lack of awareness and the mm-hmm. in-game talent. I mean, he's only a young lad, obviously, so it's just a, it's still a bit of time to develop. Still, mm-hmm. I, I was talking, like I said, to Ian on the podcast, the Everton fan earlier. And the subject of Lampard came up. And it's strange to think that Lampard and Rodgers were both probably joint favourites to be the first managers to go. <laughs> and they're still here. You know, they're hanging on. Oh, yeah, nails. But when, when, when I was talking to him, and we know Brad. Brad absolutely hates Lampard just slightly more than Gerard. Um, he, he, he just doesn't like him as a manager. But when I was speaking to Ian, it was almost like, well... Anybody that came in after Benitez and got the fans on the side was going to be accepted. Well, yeah, but I mean, the, the fact Benitez had links to Liverpool and then it, he made comments years ago saying that, well, he said it was taken out of context, but calling Everton a small club, that just didn't help. That was never going to help the, work well with the fans at all. And uh, whoever came in had a massive job on their hands and thankfully... Someone like Lampard came in and we he, ste- he managed to keep us up, and now he's just steadying the ship at the minute. And I think you've got to look at it, and I, I look at it a little bit like the Arteta situation at Arsenal. And this is what annoyed me with Brendan earlier in the season that you know he he's he, he's not taken us forward this season, but you know Lampard he kept you up last season pretty much thanks I think to Leicester's generosity in, in letting you beat us for only your second away win all season. Uh, you know, I don't think you thanked us enough for that. But um, all joking aside, it, you know, he kept just kept you up. If he gets you mid-table security, that's an improvement, isn't it? And uh, you, you're going in the right direction. It's steady progress, yeah. If it, mm. I, I said at the start of the season, I'd settle for a board and mid-table finish and have a go in the Cups. That would do me this season. And uh, it, it, it's all about stability at the end of the day because the, the club entirely has been so mismanaged so badly. It's been, it's taken like a huge nosedive in a bad way. But 
this season is just about stability at the minute, and hope for, and fingers crossed uh, we have a plan going forward. Uh, James, is the is the fan base sort of accepting that you may have two, three, four years of just that kind of stability while you get the new ground built and and settle into there and and there's not necessarily going to be that much money for strengthening. I think it's I think it's mixed. I mean, if you ask some Everton fans, so I mean, it's a bit. I won't say it's like divided, but there's certain opinions that because obviously some of them have been brought up it because the history we we have and the the fact we. It's because we've gone 27 years without winning anything, and that's the longest in our history that we've gone without winning a trophy. Which is the fans are saying, no, enough, no, we need to be competing. We're further behind everyone. We need to catch up. But there's others, and I include myself, who obviously want that. Who obviously want the club to go forward. But realistically, we have to look at the bigger picture. Saying, look, at the minute, stability is all we need. We can't. The, the jump we want to make is too big, and we can't. And we've tried it by wasting like 200, 300 million, like mm. uh, one window, and then it, it's just hits us on the backside. So, so, so stability is what we need in the minute. I think it's odd that you know we're looking at a club, and we're looking at it from the outside here, obviously. Uh, but we're looking at a club where the owner is very happy to spend money. <laughs> you know, he's giving it you by the, the the suitcase load, but you're just not happy with the players that are coming in. Well, I'm just not happy with the board entirely because they don't know they just don't know how to run the football club. I'm 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 sticking by the board. I mean, I know there's certain people stick with it. I I'm I'm sticking with the fact that Everton will not move forward if Father Machiri and Bill Kenwright are still running this club because it's just. I mean, yeah, yeah, he has. Mashiri has um, given money out and obviously helped splash the cash. But the the fact is, the biggest problem he had, how many director footballers we've had? We bought Steve Walsh off you guys, who was your scout. Mm-hmm. And he was never a director of football one bit. He goes after like a season and a half. Then we get Marcel Branson from PSV. We've had him about four, three or four years. And he doesn't get a say in what transfer. And I said to you, Chris, back in the summer, his number one target uh, brands was Potter before uh, Benitez got the job. And what did Machiri do? He goes for Rafa Benitez and ignores brands. And then yeah. now we've got um, Kevin Farewell, who's our new director of football. We've got from, um, I think it was uh, New York Red Bulls. So... And so he's only had one window, and we can't really judge on that. Mm-hmm. But it's the the, the direction of where the machine is taking us has just gone completely mm-hmm. wrong. And Bill, Ken, I mean, I don't dislike Bill Kenwright, but Bill Kenwright's too much of a um, emotion, too emotionally. He's going though, hasn't he? So you know, he's there through the Moyes years, and yeah, I mean, I. I respect his loyalty and obviously his, you know, his passion for the club, but he has held us back for a while. And yeah. I think he's, he's and the fact that he's in his seventies, I'm like, why take the stress? I know he hasn't got much shares left, but why take the stress of still being on the board? It's in your blood, isn't it? You know, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying 
I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying he should leave the club entirely. I'm just saying he should yeah. just step aside on the board. And then he can just go to the games as a fan rather than just having the pressure on him. I mean, Craig, we got, talking about Craig Shakespeare, we got the best out of him, but he was part of a team. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, you know, Everton, sometimes you look and, you know, it's like, you know, Leeds getting cluffed without Taylor. You, yeah. you do well as a team. And then when you split that team up and let's face it, you know, everything he had done was at Leicester. You know, so the players mm. that he was going for, he suddenly found he didn't have that, you know, team surrounding him that was yeah. good, good as a team he had. And was struggling then to, to find these players. Yeah, I mean, you know, any backroom team and and manager, it, it seems like everything's a, everything's a gamble these days. You know, you, you never know how it's going to work out because you just need all those parts to work together. I mean, I there were people. I mean, you may not find this incredible to to hear, James, but when. Uh, there was talk that Brendan was going to go. There were actually fans who wanted us to get Benitez. I, I mean... I, I heard about that, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that... I, I, had, I, I haven't got a problem with having a, a discussion about managers with anyone, but as soon as they drop the Benitez word, then you just forget not, it from not me. I think he's a, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Well, I'm going to say, it can sit on that top table with Southgate for me. <laughs> I, Benitez is was always will be for me a a manager where if you win it's him if you lose it's everyone else you know it's never his fault and he's just a mercenary and uh, no I think it's safe to say I'm not a I'm not a Benitez fan. I, I, sure. I kind of get that. To, yeah. no, we we we've got. Finally, our new head of recruitment in Craig, yeah. uh, Martin Glover, come from Southampton, comes very high. I feel, mm-hmm. In a way, I feel a little bit sorry for Southampton because they lost Martin Glover to us and they mm-hmm. made us wait until the transfer window was over, which was, in hindsight was fine because we had no money to spend yeah. anyway. They got his replacement in and he's been poached by Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know... Martin Glover says he comes highly recommended. He comes, you know, with, with a good record. But was that because he was, again, part of a good team at Southampton? I don't know. I mean, you've got to think that every Premier League club should have a good scouting network. You know, mm. there's so many good players out there. Um, there's a lot of crap as well. But uh, but there should be enough that you're not having to just spend millions and millions and millions every season, that you should be able to unearth some gems. You know, and that's their job at the end of it. I mean, what a great job. It's just watching football. That, yes. that's, that's their job. You know, yeah. I think we'd all we'd all do it. And we all think we can spot a player, don't we? You know, we all see someone in the lower leagues and think, yeah, he'd be able to make it. Mm. You know, and they rarely do. And you think about how many players are coming through academies these days you know there should be more coming through and you know and you, and you wonder that you know are the fans partly to blame for that or is it just because we won't accept to have a, you know a season of two of struggling you know if, if a manager turned around and said right next season half of our team is going to be kids that have come through the academy all the fans would be like that's brilliant 
until you're stuck in the bottom three, and then it'll be right. You know, stop playing the kids. You know, go and buy some players. So you don't win anything with kids. Remember, oh, this is true. It's, <laughs> true. it's a difficult one. I was just going to just yeah. I was just going to ask James. Just going back to the to the ground. Um, is that actually happening? Because it seems to be the longest, the longest new ground development that that I can remember in history. Yeah, by twenty twenty four should be done. It's already already getting built. So if you can oh, look it, at it, yeah, yeah, if you look on YouTube, that Everton have put put and posted their uh, stadium development videos, like how the, the stands are getting built, and obviously, so works pretty much on uh, works been pretty much on the way the past year. So, do do you think? I think is it is it Milan that the two Milan teams share a stadium? Would you never ever see that? <laughs> well, obviously, it's not going to happen. I'm being a little bit naughty here, Craig. You know, I'm being a little bit naughty here, but surely it would pay less. You know, Liverpool and Everton they could they could share a stadium. Oh, that would never work. That I mean, we used to. <laughs> to be honest, years ago, and some people will not know this, but uh, before we had Goodison Park, Everton's original home was actually Anfield. Mm-hmm. If, if and the only reason I know I that is because because of the quiz. That was one of the questions in the quiz, yeah. home and away quiz. So I do remember. Look, we've, we've got the match coming up. What? Who from Leicester, apart from the obvious ones, who do you fear, James, on the Leicester side? And then I'll come and ask you the same about Everton, Craig. Uh, well, there's a fair few. I mean, the obvious ones are Madison and Vardy. I mean, Harvey Barnes, I think, is another one because Barnes is one of them. He turns up, he, he's like, good day. He has a good moment at period in the game and all that, or he disappears. But, you know, he's got that bit of quality in him. To, to change the game or something. So, um, Tielemans, if he's on it, he's obviously a threat. And uh, and if he gets involved, I mean, I know you, he doesn't play for you much, but Dennis Pratt, who adds, it brings a bit of creativity to your team. So, there's a few in there that, that can cause us damage. I, th- I think Pratt's getting kind of warmed up, ready for, for me, in my mind, to take over from Tielemans, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig... Same question to you. Uh, it's a tricky one because I, I, you know, I've what I've seen of Everton, they do look a little bit more defensively minded this this mm-hmm. season. Um, it won't be as 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 come to the fore. I've even had to put him in my fantasy team, which is you know, I, I, yeah, I I couldn't even imagine doing that at the start of the season. Um, but again, when you were to, when you were describing Gordon, it could have been like you were describing Harvey Barnes, you know that. A fantastic player if they had a brain, um, because they've got all the talent in the world. But that that little bit extra that makes them, you know, stand out of making the right decision at the right time. Um, so uh, yeah, Gordon Gray coming back, and uh, I, I mean, Calvert Lewin. Yeah, Calvert Lewin's a good player, but he does need to service. Mm. So it depends if you can get the service to him. To be yeah. honest, if you can, then I think he'll be a threat. Because he's not what most defences uh, come up against this season. I'd be interested in, uh, is it Anana who you've got in uh, the yeah, new? Anana, yeah. yeah. Now, I'd be interested, again, in an Everton perspective. When I've watched him, I'm not impressed. He, he looks like, he looks a little bit like Samari was for us last season, but he hasn't got the pace of the game yet. And he gets caught on the ball a little bit too much. And then he's 
he's chasing yeah. it and he's picking up a few yellow cards. Um, what 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 do you think of him so far? He's he's done all right. I mean, he started off slowly, which is going to happen. Obviously, a new league, and obviously he's a young lad as well, so it's going to take a bit of time for him to settle. So. He's done all right, but like you say, it's just getting up to speed with the Premier League. Because I mean, the league and, and the Premier League, it's a t- different kettle of fish. So, yeah, yeah. So, let us hope Everton turn up as late as Elton does on Saturday <laughs> night. <laughs> Welcome along, sir. Hi, Chris. Back at the weekend. No, I'm, I'm, what? So did you forget oh, to put your top backs at the weekend? No, no, it's not that. I, I, I am full of flu or something, whatever you want to call it. Man flu. <laughs> well, I'm if you've got man flu, then we totally whatever. understand. We and totally I have understand. been I have been fast asleep until about three minutes ago and I went, oh shit. <laughs> I'm meant to be talking to Chris. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I can't. I can't be. I can't be more honest than that. I no. look a wreck <laughs> because I feel a wreck. Okay. Hey, you That's talk to us for another three minutes, Elton. You'll be asleep. Oh, again, I'll be here as long as you as long as you like. Now, who, who else is on with me? I can see you all in the, the corners. You've got James above you, who is also an Everton fan and season two. Well, he, yeah, but he, he's a great guy. We, we we know each other by reputation only. Well, and who, who 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 else? You've got Craig in the top right. Yes. You've met Craig before. You've done the show. Yes, with him we have. Before. Craig, we did a preview last season. Yeah, yeah. nice to see you. Nice you to see you. And you've got some reprobate in the bottom right. I don't know who he is. He, turn, he turns up every now and again and does a show. Yeah, he's a, he's a twat. Yeah, totally, totally. Thank you. Um, it's it's starting to look like that. University Challenge now, isn't it? Is Listen, that no, it's, no, it's not. It's it's. Tell you what, if if this wasn't less until I die, I, I I would not be taking part in this. I I really w- would would not be. But oh, well, it's nice less until I die. It's Chris um, and friends. So yeah, I'm here for as long as you like. Then well, I might well collapse. Well, let, let, let's catch up a bit, Elton. Um, <laughs> I, might well, I might die after that. So it'll be Elton <laughs> till I die. <laughs> well, let, the fingers crossed. It, it, oh. Not on the show anyway. You can hang on till the end of the show. It's less paperwork. Oh, I'll be know, here for as long as you like. Could be about the Elton. I mean, are you pleased with your season so far? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm very pleased. Um, very pleased indeed. Uh, I, I heard I don't know who it was who was mentioning Anana. Um, the but the boy is going to be a powerhouse of a Premier League player. Believe me, he he will be. I have no doubts about that. And as you know, Chris, I'm I'm never wrong. No, seriously, Anana is going to be one hell of a Premier League player. Mm. Um, and yes, I agree. Whoever said that one of the two guys up there um, might have said he, he's not yet. But Christ, he's 20, mm. 21, something like that. You know, he's come from. Originally from Senegal, believe it or not, um, 
you know, but he, he's come from, from France. Uh, what does anyone expect from someone of that age? I was, I was, to, to, to I was just going to say, no, to walk into the Premier League. I mean, you know, I was what, just going to say, Ellen, yeah. I, we, our expectations these days are that players just turn turn up and can uh, get to the pace of the game. But we yes. can all remember the likes of Henri and Burkamp when Burkamp first came. You know, he struggled to score. You know, it, it, even great yes. players struggle to get to the pace of the the Premier League. And, and so, Henri, uh, Henri yeah. was, was played out wide. He was. He was and, a winger, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what Arsene Wenger thought he was. Mm-hmm. And then Arsene Wenger... Genius, by the way, as, mm-hmm. as you all know. Um, but we're, we're going to play this guy through the middle. Oh, wow. He, he had let, a habit of, of picking some good players, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Let, let, I want to ask yeah. you all this while I've got everybody together. And yeah. We'll start with James. We'll start with you, um, James, if that's okay. Madison, does he get into your England squad for the World Cup? Well, I'm not really an England fan. I'm more of a Scotland fan, but... If oh, I, God. oh God. What, what are you doing here then? I'm on the wrong podcast here. <laughs> yeah, I know you and me both. But for me, I, 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 for me, I think he should go to the World Cup. For me, I think he offers something that the most uh, attacking play, the attacking creative players don't. Yes, yeah. I think Elton, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm here. Yep. <laughs> disappeared then. Um, would you? No, no. I'm just. Gonna, I, I was your... just pouring myself a hot toddy. Ah, I'll allow that. Yeah. I mean, please don't tell me you're a Welsh fan before I go ahead with this. But um, you put Madison. Is Madison make your England squad? My my, my DNA is entirely Welsh. Oh, I, I was. No, no. <laughs> I, I I was. <laughs> I, you want well, truth, you want honesty. That's why you asked me on these things. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I was adopted, and uh, but my well, my heritage is, is Welsh, totally Welsh. I don't feel it or anything like that. No. But um, yeah, my is heritage. Your, is, is, your, totally did your, is, is your surname an adaptation of Welsh baby? Has it just been? No, very good, very good. I like that. I've, I've never thought of that. Well, <laughs> there's a reason why you've yeah. never thought of that. But Elton, I mean, would you would you put in your, in your English? Enjoy. Would you put Madison in for England? Yes. That's the shortest answer Elton has ever given. Uh, Craig, <laughs> please don't tell me you've got Irish in you. I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking no. Now, yeah, funny I mean... thing about the Irish is that <laughs> I have no connection with the Irish at all. <laughs> <laughs> none, think... none at all. Do you, Craig? No, no, no <laughs> nothing at all. I had... Uh... I had a, a, a semi-Irish stepdad, um, but that's about it. But there's no Irish, no Irish. Leicester born. Where, where's the other guy walking? Where's he walking? I'm going to say we, we are we are having a, a a Holmes under the hammer show here. We got a tour of uh, Elton's just before now. James. Hey, listen, I, you you guys should be so thankful. I'm even here for however long it is. 
that <laughs> I feel absolutely shocking. Well, I tell you what, what? we are fully in a way, and it's it's not because you've only just joined us. We are coming towards the end. But Craig, as I say, please tell me you. I know you're not a huge no. Southgate fan, but no. Madison, he's he's got he's got to go into it, hasn't he? He has. He's the only. He's the most creative player in that in that central attacking midfield role. You know, everyone mm. else. Yeah, he is. The problem is, everyone else does what they're told. And that's the problem with the England team, that it's so structured and you have to fit into the structure or you're out. And we know that that Madison is a bit of a bit of a maverick, and that's why Southgate doesn't like him. You know, you only I mean, there's all this talk now of Rashford should be starting for England because he scored a goal. This is yeah, this is how mad it is. If if you're with one of the if you're with one of the big boys and you play a decent game or two, that's it. You know, you'll be back in there. But Madison can have nine brilliant months and his face still doesn't fit. It's just, yeah. it's it's a disgrace. It's nothing. He, he is, um, in my opinion, Craig, I'm, I'm joining you late, so I've got loads of opinions to, to get off my chest. <laughs> um, I, I think Madison is a splendid footballer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. splendid. And yeah. if, what, what, how many, Craig, you'll know this, is it something like the original squad? It's like fifty-five. <laughs> is, is that is, is, is that what it is? I think if it's, it's fifty-five, it's a ridiculous. Yeah, number it'll because be, it's got to get cut down. Yeah, but yeah, it's got to get. Be, I know he's he's got oh, to chop it down. It, he'll have fifty-five. He'll have forty-five right backs. That's right, and then, and then he'll. he'll oh make no, they're, they're the dropping like flies. Yeah. Now the right backs that's I mean it's like the, the you know when you go to a fairground and you see those little characters going across and you've got an air rifle and you shoot them. <laughs> I mean there are right backs. Yeah. Our I right think... backs are going down like fucking nine pins. <laughs> um the one about the first hour of this show was broadcastable. <laughs> maybe maybe we will maybe Maybe we won't have any right backs at all. Yeah, well, you I know. mean, Gareth, Gareth just well, lost defenders, we, didn't he? So Nathan Patterson, there's your right back for us. Oh, well, sorry, he's Scottish. It is fifty-five. It is a fifty-five-man squad. I'm just looking yeah. here. Um, if he doesn't make that, if he doesn't make that, I will commit suicide. Lewis Dunk is in it. James Madison is in it. And Danny Welbeck has made it as well. So, if you don't really? make fifty-five, yes, according. Well, well, I wouldn't. To be honest with you, I wouldn't argue with a, a fit. Danny Welbeck is a very, honest, very good footballer. That's probably as many English players as there are in the Premier League. Well, <laughs> well, there, absolutely. There you go. Sorry, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I've just realised. I'm looking at my picture here, and I'm, I'm. I'm looking like Neville Southall. Uh, you're not that. <laughs> as he, as, no, as he is now. You, you know. know what? I, I was talking about Neville Southall. Top, top uh, left knows about Big yeah. Nev. I was talking the about Neville. 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 Now is unbelievable. I was talking about Neville Southall the other day, and that phrase where yeah. they say nobody is bigger than the club. Neville Southall is. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> On that he, note, because I am very conscious... I wouldn't say bigger than the club. I would say bigger than Goodison Park. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, score <laughs> predictions. Let's get into this, and then we'll do the the team in a second. Um, uh, uh, we'll let the other two guys go. Craig. What? What? What, James, what, what, what game are we talking about? <laughs> Not England. I'm late. <laughs> but James, Everton, Leicester. What's your score prediction? Uh, it's going to be close, but I'm going to go for a two-one Everton. I would have been disappointed if you hadn't, uh, Elton. If we won't let you go, what was what? What you? I mean, I know you're going to go for a Leicester win, but by how many? No, goals? no, I'll, I'll, um, no, I'll, I'll be here as long as you are, Chris. And then we'll, 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 uh, we'll text privately later if you like. Yeah, because um, we need to as out. much as any, no, as much as anything to apologise for my lateness. No, it, no, you are you are forgiven. You are forgiven. I, uh, Craig, I mean, you, you were later than Craig, and that's what Craig. I can Everton, see you <laughs> Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, Craig. Are you listening to me? I am. Good, good man. <clears throat> I think I told Craig, uh, Chris, this um, a couple of weeks ago, whatever it was. Um, that I, I cherry picked a game to take to my my, my grandson, eldest mm-hmm. grandson, to Goodison for the first time that Everton will be guaranteed to win because I, I didn't want to... He, he's an Everton fanatic. He's got shirts, that, you name it. Um, he's like the, the guy at the top left. Uh, uh, and I, I cherry-picked a game that, that I could take him to. Um, Bill, Bill Kenwright was, was like kind of, oh, yeah, come on, director's box, the lot, the whole thing. And... Um, and I cherry picked the game against Leicester. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> no, seriously, it was the one I thought, well, we will win that. Um, and so he will be like, I didn't want to see him go to Goodison for the first time and, and see Everton lose. Um, so I cherry picked that game. As it turns out, I was misled by my daughter. I thought they were back. Um, what day is it today? I'm not Thursday. with it, as you can probably Thursday. tell. Thursday today. Thursday. Right. I, I thought they were back today. Uh, they're not actually back until Saturday. So, it, it you know, I can't. Um, uh, he's not going. So, I've got to cherry pick another game. Craig, I've got to cherry pick another game. Yeah. In uh, what sort of January. What's this game, Elton? <laughs> What score are you going for for this game? Uh, would you want one of my short answers? Or... Yes, please. Everton, Everton will not lose that game. Everton will win the game. Ooh, right. And I, I don't ask me who's going to score. I never know who's going to score for Everton. That is Everton's problem. Uh, we have, we have now, we have now, <laughs> we have now probably on block. I'm waiting for Craig to smile or give me a V sign. <laughs> I am saying to you that Everton on block have the best back four in the Premier League, without a doubt, in 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 my view. We have a midfield which is rock solid, who are as hard as nails. What happens beyond that is speculation. It's just mm. kind of well, maybe DCL will will 
turn in a, a sublime performance or maybe Gray Gray will your ex guy, Damari Gray, will have yeah. will have a fantastic day. Oh, or no, Anthony no, that's Gordon. never gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. Anthony Gore, no, no, Damari Gray, believe me, will. It will happen for Damari Gray. Elton and Jay, Anthony Gordon, because we are coming towards the end of the show. So thank oh, you, right. Elton. Oh, yeah, you were late, but I really do appreciate you coming in. Oh, Jay, no you stood in as always. I'll text no you later, uh, Elton, and uh, and have a chat about the other show. But thank you very much, guys, for coming on. Ah, oh, cheers, Chris. Matching. I'd like to I'd like to I'd like to say that it, it's been a good show, but I don't know. <laughs> you missed you you missed the best part, you were asleep. <laughs> I was, exactly. Uh, absolutely. Take care, guys. All the best. Totally knackered. Bye. 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 Bye everyone. Bye bye. Nice to see you all. Uh here we go. Well, um, yes, <laughs> that's what's uh, that's what's called a cameo appearance. Yes, yes. Uh, Best do you like a drink? Actor. Is it Evertonium? Do you like a drink, James? <laughs> oh no, I think he's gone. Is he gone? Oh, so, what was that, Chris? I just said very quickly, as an Ever as a fellow Evertonian, do you like a drink? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if there was any left in Liverpool tonight. <laughs> anyway, cheers! Thanks very much for coming on. Take care. Cheers, lads. Uh, I say I still on Saturday, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, we, we, we will see. We will see. Take, Take care, care mate. Cheers, James. Bye, bye. Where we go now? Um, well, we normally we normally would be picking. Our team. Mm. I don't know how you're doing for time. Uh, if you've got to go, Craig, we can leave that. But, uh, let me have a look. What what day is it? All right. Okay. <laughs> Friday <That's> now. <laughs> well, it, if you manage to find the formation I sent earlier, Chris, we can rattle through it. Right. Well, funny you should mention that because I I have you gone didn't. on to every formation thing I can find. Yeah. And well, I there we go. I'm not going to say I'm struggling, but that didn't come up as a the formation you gave me. Um, Terry's off. Cheers, lads. You're off, rock, Toddy, mate. Enjoy it. Um, I just don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> but okay, let me just get rid of. Let me just get rid of that. I'm I'm totally all over the place now. I'm totally all over. Do you, do you know when Parkinson interviewed Michael Reed, or was it Wogan interviewed? No, not Michael Reed. Oliver um, Reed. Sorry. Oliver Reed. Oliver Reed, yes. Do you remember? I feel yeah. a bit like that. Um, right, let me get rid of um, let me get rid of that. I've heard of people talking in their sleep. I think Elton's been drinking in his sleep. I'm just thinking he was he had an intravenous drip into his arm. <laughs> you gotta love him though. You gotta love him. You got to love him. I've got to go and edit out all that uh, second half of the show. Right, Danny Warning Gold. Yeah, yeah. We'd love to get Elton on the quiz. That'd be fun. <laughs> no, no. I mean, that would probably be like you would start it on Wednesday and finish it on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have uh, Danny Ward in goal. Uh, let's rattle through this. Come on. Yep. So we've got um, left back. Is it James Justin? Yeah, JJ. 
Uh, right back, I presume, is Timothy Castagna. Indeed, it is. Um, we just. There we go. Um, I, I guess uh, left centre back, Vout uh, Face. Yeah, Face and uh, Anamati, two centers. Right. Oh, there we go. It's still got him down the strength. And you go for Amati, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, I don't think. Um, I don't think that uh, Brendan will risk Johnny yet. To be honest no. with you, no. Now then, who are you going to go for in the central? Well, the the, the central the defensive midfielder. It's it's funny, isn't it? Because we're almost spoiled for choice now. We, you yeah, know, the players we got we got Indeedy coming back. As I said last week, I think Pratt could play that role. I think he reads the game very well, and he's got a great range of passing. Yes. Samare, yeah. if you want someone who's going to be more progressive and carry the ball, but I'm going to put Mendy in there for me because I've got a bit more of an attacking forward looking five. I think you need that defensive mind and someone who can just keep the ball and move it around. Um, yeah, and, but what a great position to be in. Yeah. You know, the fact that we've, we've got, you know, the, 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 that choice. And yeah. this time last season, Mendy wasn't even in the squad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, but, and, um, and fair play to him. And yeah. what, what, could you ever envision just saying, "Well, indeed, he's fit again," but hey, he's not getting into the team. Well, indeed, I know it's surprising, but you know, based on current form and and the form that indeed he got injured and in, he, he didn't start the the season well, and you know, I think it's important that you you work your way way back in. I expect indeed he should be brought back in against Newport to uh, to get some minutes under his belt. And let's mm. see if we can get back to the Ndidi that we know and love. But yeah. he just definitely wasn't uh, didn't start the season particularly well. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Um, I just got to say um, that Elton has just messaged me saying sorry. Hope the brief contribution was helpful. He feels like shit, uh, but apparently he's rife in this part of the world. Uh, so yeah, thanks, thanks for at least popping on out and do, yeah, do appreciate it. Do appreciate it. Uh, and he said nice words. Obviously, you know that there wasn't many shows that he would come on for, but you know he did for this one. Um, left midfield, Mr. Barnes. Yes, yeah. We we'll go with. Uh, I with mean, Barnes. He's, to me, he's annoying. He, you know, yeah. he's either, he can't win. If he shoots, it's like we're well, not looking for other players. Mm. And if you look through the plays, why aren't you shooting? It was a you know, he can't win the poor guy. I mean, he's for, he was frustrating as hell. But uh, you know, even against Man City, any chances that we did have was coming through him. So um, yeah, yeah, you, you can't sort of take him out at the moment. No, 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 at all. And you just never know. You're getting those balls in the box here. Yeah, it can come off somebody's backside and fall. You just don't know, do you? No. Uh, central midfield. Now then. Madison. Madison there. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, on the right of midfield? Yeah, Telemans. Ah. So basically, we, we, have got the, we have got the same three. We've got the same three, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> a different order. Yeah. Okay. Now, up front. Um, Dakar and Kalechi for me. Uh, and... You know, even if Brendan goes with a one, for me, I think I think Kaleci should be starting. I think um, 
there's much more of a threat from Kalechi at the minute. I know some people don't like him, but for me, he's single-minded in that when he gets on the ball, he wants to get a shot off. You know, mm. he can play play people in. He, he played a lovely ball to to Dakar, um, a sort of floated one for for his header. But uh, but he's a very positive player, and and he takes the game forward. So I would like to see these two play together, and I'd like to see Kalechi getting more pitch time. I, I agree totally with that. Um, I, I think I think we do. He, he deserves it. He deserves yeah. it because he does make a difference when he comes on, but. I I I don't I I don't think personally he can play on his own up front. That that's my worry with that. And we know Brendan only likes he doesn't he very rarely goes for two up front until substitution time, does he? So um but we'll see. But no, I think that's a good team. Um I, you know, you know me, I'm a I'm a two up front sort of person, yeah. if you get what I mean. Uh I think that is a a, a good team. So yeah, I uh, you you picked a good one there, Craig. Cheers, mate. You know, it's just all right. You have my uh, you, oh, let me have uh, your uh, approval. That's, you have that's my all, approval. That's all I need, Chris. That's yeah. all I need. Now I've got to say, we we've got a new show starting next week. Okay. And unfortunately, um, the WSL review hasn't really taken off. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mondays at nine, so this is going to be replaced. We're going to try this for a couple of weeks before the World Cup and see how it goes. But uh, as of nine o'clock on Monday for two weeks, we've got football fans, the rivals. Myself mm. and Dave, the Nottingham Forest fan, who you may remember when we did the, yeah. um, the preview, we're going to be coming on. We're going to be probably taking the pee out of each other's performance for the weekend and talking all things football from a Leicester and Nottingham perspective. So Thanks. that could go totally wrong. <laughs> that could go down the hill very quickly. But uh, I thought it was a little bit different. Yeah, no, that'll be fun. You know, and you might as well, you know, while Forest are in the Premier League, you might as well use them for this season. Exactly, they've got to have some use up here, haven't they? Exactly, and then you can get Dan back for next season when Burnley come back. <laughs> they are looking good. They are looking good. Craig, thank you so much. Sir. Thank no, you welcome. for. Thank you for sticking with it. Thank you for <laughs> <laughs> not, not drinking. And uh, uh, yeah, get that quiz ready, Brad. Yeah, it's ready to go. And of course, once we hit the World Cup, we are going to yeah. have completely open schedule, so we can we yeah. can play around with the the days we do it and want to fit in with everybody. Um, I'm just wondering because there's an away quite set of questions, isn't there? Yeah, so I guess they'll have to go for um, North Macedonia. Ah, of course. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> Thank you so much, mate. Uh, have a good weekend with the family and uh, fingers crossed for three points. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'll see you soon. Take care, Craig. Thanks, Thank you very Bye, much. everyone. Cheers. Uh, thanks to Craig for sticking with it. Thanks for James for, for popping on uh, and, and sorting this out. Um, <laughs> Thank you to Elton for... Being Elton, you've got to, you've got to say. Uh, uh, Nate was on. Thank you for popping on, Nate. Colonel Ward is in. Um, I, I, I think out of the list of managers you're suggesting, maybe maybe Top would fit one of those. Um, who knows? Who knows? Anyway, thank you very much, guys. If you've been listening to it on the podcast, thank you for lending me your ears. You can have them back now. 
Uh, I will see you tomorrow at nice. What day is it tomorrow? Friday. To a, tomorrow at nine o'clock for the uh, question and answer show, question time. And obviously at the weekend, watch longs and everything else. Um, yeah, I will do. I will do that indeed, Craig. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, and I will see you then. Take care. Thanks to everybody that's been on. Thanks to everybody that's been in the chat. I will see you tomorrow at nine o'clock. Take care. And remember, whatever you do, don't do anything that I wouldn't enjoy. Good night. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Till I Die TV. They think it's all over. It is now. Sports Social Podcast Network. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.